welcome to Sheffield Hopcast. It's what day? What month is it now? We're in. We're in. We're in April, and we've got lighter evenings. It feels really weird, sort of, uh, sort of doing this when it's light again. But uh, yeah, we've got James from over the overseas tonight. James, say hi. Hello, from, hello, hello. Um, so greetings. Yeah, so I uh, I'm in Brooklyn, in New York. Um, little little district called Sumner Houses is where I'm staying at the moment. I'm here for another couple of days and then moving on to um, Dutch Kills in Queens. Everywhere oh, nice. in New York has weird names. You're coming through loud and clear as well. It's weird. It's like the internet doesn't be affected by... It's a marvellous invention, isn't it? The yeah. I should forewarn yeah. you, and you guys know this, but I should just forewarn the fact that I have an absolutely stinking hangover today. I am rough. So, Is it Lee Gregory's um, fault? It's partly Lee Gregory's fault, yes. So yesterday was, um, and this is more coincidence rather than anything else that I'm here while this is happening, but the New York yeah. Owls, so there's a big group of Sheffield Wednesday supporters based in New York, um, and yesterday was their 10th <laughs> anniversary, so people from all over America all came to New York to watch the game. So there were 50 of us at a bar um, watching the game yesterday, and then we had a rooftop terrace booked, um, and then some people went to a karaoke bar after after that and parted along into the evening. I didn't make it as far as the karaoke bar. I had to bail at that point. Um, but uh, it was a gorgeous, gorgeous sunny afternoon in Manhattan, sat on a rooftop bar, and you just sit there like overlooking the Empire State Building. I'm just sat there thinking, do you know what? Life is pretty sweet. Was it at the Football Factory by any chance? The Football Factory, yes, at Legends. Yeah. Does it have any good beer on? No. Oh. The, the beer is terrible. Dear I think, me. I think Guinness was about as good as it as, as good as it gets. And Sam something. Sam Adams. Sam Adams. Boston Lager, is it? Something. Yeah, like, something, something like that, something like that. So, James, yeah, if, you, if, you, if you had made it to the to the karaoke, would you have gone with "I Ho Silver Lining"? Or I'm sure what, someone what did. You? I'm sure someone did. <laughs> no, yeah. my um, my karaoke song is <laughs> torn by Natalie Imbruglia because it's really easy to <laughs> sing. Very good, <laughs> Laura. How are, well in that? <laughs> we'll leave that for another day. Laura, how are you? Yeah, you're, you're somewhere well, different right, today. You were you were to party. Yes, I am at Jim's parents' house at the moment and there's a little uh, soiree going on outside, so I've just snuck in uh, to record this. Um, Very good. But yeah, so also in a different place, although I do feel a bit like both of us, you know, like we're me and you, James, we're both in the most boring-looking rooms. <laughs> Very vanilla. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the lighting's really, really bad here as well, so it's like I just... I mean, I am a little bit grey, to be fair, today, but I look more grey than um, than I really am. Adam, you you also look as if you're on a an away trip. I, I, <laughs> I do think your background I? looks. You look like you're on a cruise ship. It's, uh, it's you're on, you're it on a, does. You're on a it's lovely these, cruise um, ship. I know it's it's these like built-in wardrobes. I didn't, they they came with a house, unfortunately, but they're very handy for storing loads of crap in. And I've got a mattress stuck up there because I've got a new mattress and I've not figured out how to get it downstairs yet. Um, the old one, so yeah. So, so the view out of the window is not of Venice or of no. Uh, it's, just bright, bright. You know, it's just a bit bright. It's just a bit bright. So this lovely, lovely evening we've got tonight. Sean, I can see your um, in your background. I can see um, your new beer shed that's coming along that I've seen on social oh, yeah. media this week. Oh, can you see that? Yeah. I so can, yeah. Um, kept that quiet. Last, su- last summer, my dad. We've had it since last summer, actually. So it's it's had a. I need, just needed somewhere to stash a few 
um, old beers I got and they were getting in the way and all that. So uh, <laughs> we we had a little bit of space up the top of the garden there. So we had a little shed built up there by my dad and father-in-law last uh, late last summer. And then uh, we managed to get some electric and all that into it just recently. So we're... Uh, We've got a little shed up there with a fridge and all that in and a few nice memories, different prints and old cans and beer bottles. So it's coming together nicely. Very good. Very can good. We, can we have a drink? <laughs> yeah, go, go on, Sean. Do you want to, we've, we've gone very loosely on a sort of transatlantic theme, which I've, I've taken that as you can go English or American. but um, Yeah, uh, typically I, I, I hadn't put any thought at all into <laughs> any theme. So when you, you messaged this morning, I think Laura was asking about the theme. I did worry for a, a brief moment that I had nothing at all uh, to 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 use. So I was I was going to have to use a a, a a New York glass that I'd got from other half, but it's the tiniest glass on the planet and would have looked bloody stupid. But anyway, I looked in my stash that I brought home and dropped on lucky, dropped on real lucky. Oh, so, look at that. Uh, yeah, so. In, in in the box of beers that we brought home yesterday to, to drink, um, I put in a, a North Riding US Session IPA, uh, Cashmere and Summit, 3.8%. It's got a beautiful uh, Star Spangled banner on the front there for James. And so I'm going to open that. This is the perfect, um, the US Session series from uh, North Riding. It's the perfect first beer of the night. Whether you're in the pub, out on a, a, a having a few bevies in an afternoon, or on a podcast uh, in your back garden, uh, it, it's the perfect starter beer. So, despite my amateurish attempts before we came live on air with um, trying to remember how to use Zoom again, I haven't yet had a drink. So I'm looking <laughs> forward to this one now. And I've got the North Riding glass. I did toy with the other half glass. Uh, to celebrate James' trip to, to Brooklyn, but I've gone with the classic North Riding pine glass as well. Very good. Uh, Laura, America, you... James. <laughs> have you, uh, Laura, have you gone beer attire as well as beer tonight? Uh, I've got my Beer Town, beer Town Malton Malton. t-shirt on, which um, is less than three weeks away. Uh, so obviously hasn't happened since uh, 2019. I think this is a 2018 T-shirt, um, but I'll be going uh, back there um, in three weeks' time, which I'm super excited for. It's one of my absolute favourite beer festivals. Um, so, is it yeah, still a kind of a? Is it still a Badseed Brass Castle kind of run play? I don't know. Is it a collaboration festival or is yeah, it? Yeah, just... so they sort of team up to do the organisation, and it's in uh, the. Uh, I think it's called the Milton Rooms, which is um, a lovely sort of, uh, I don't really know what it used to be, just a big building on, uh, mar- on the Market Square um, in Malton. Um, really, really characterful. Uh, always great lineup of beer, cross cask and keg. It's obviously uh, quite a strong uh, selection and a range of beers from both Bad Seed and Brass Castle are always on, but then... Uh, you know, they have all sorts of other absolutely mega breweries as well and a lot that fly a little bit more under the radar but do some really great things. Um, so I've discovered a lot of new breweries and, um, you know, uh, things to recommend over the years since when I've been there before. So uh, see oh, what I find this year. 
what you're supping? Uh, I've gone down the America theme. Um, so last time I went to America was nearly three years ago. We went to uh, California. Um, and one of the things that we drank a lot of, as well as beer, was wine. So I've brought the brewery. Gozers are red and it's a Syrah grape goze. So I thought that was quite a nice connection to my experience of uh, of America. Is that um, one that you brought back with you and you've been saving? Or... No, I can't remember where I got it from. I haven't had it that long. Okay. Um, it has been in the cellar a while, but not as long as coming back from America. Um, but yeah, 5.6%. And it, I like um, on the back, it's got the pH on it as well. So it says it's <laughs> 3.2. Oh, so do they dip a little? Do they dip one of those little sticks in it? You know, like the little yeah, we got at school. Ph test. Litmus paper. Litmus paper. That's the one. <laughs> <laughs> they just compare it to a, a bar of um, Dove soap because uh, that's pH neutral, is it, or whatever they advertise yeah. as? Yeah. So that's what I'll cool. do. I'll go next, actually. So I've not been very well for a couple of weeks. Boo! Poor me. Aww. I've made everybody know about it, but um, so. I thought I'd missed. I thought I'd missed the boat on this beer, but managed to find it in um, in Green Shop, and I think it fits the brief nice. And it's uh, it's the uh, it's the ESB um, Aberdale SB extra extra special bitter. And the guy in the shop said, "What's extra special about it?" I don't know. It's just a style, but I think it just means more booze. I think, uh, but I'm, I don't know. Maybe you guys might know. But I just I'm really, really looking forward to this. Um, I, need, I need to I, ask though. ESB, I'm sure it stands for about eight different things. Because in English strong bitter, I'm sure it stands for as well. I'm sure I've seen it called various different things. <laughs> I don't know. Is it definitely like categorically extra special bitter? That's what I knew it as. I, yeah, I've always known it as extra special bitter. And I think you're right, uh, Adam. I think it it generally means that uh, it's just a little bit stronger than you your typical um, best bitter. So extra special bitters tend to be 5% plus, I would say. I'm not, I don't know what mm. the, the ABV is. it 5.3? That 5.2, I think. <laughs> yeah. 5.2, so yeah. I think they tend to be 5% plus, but still retain that uh, multi-characteristic of a, uh, a normal best bitter. <laughs> the Green Shop have done this thing where they've, they've, they align their beers by style rather, rather than by brewery or anything. So, like, the Abbeydale beers are generally quite nicely bunched with your kind of your Voyager and your Wanderers and stuff, but they're quite nicely placed next to the fridges, next to the... and um, But the ESB, I was like, it must be in it, you won't be next to them, it'll be somewhere else. So it's, it's like a bit where you have to kind of almost feel like you're going behind the counter a bit and you kind of have to edge past a few people. And I don't think everyone's that um, comfortable doing it because I've been in enough mm-hmm. times. So. And it's like, oh, it hasn't sold as well as other ones. And, like, it's because it's... it's People are not, you're not finding, people aren't finding it. Um, yeah, it's, I, had a, I had a can last night of this and I, so I got two because I thought I really fancied it, but it's really, really nice. It's better today, actually, because I had a couple of other beers before it and I think it just tainted the, the style. But as a first beer, that's bloody lovely, that. It's really nice. Bit different as well, isn't it? You get many. And uh, how does it fit the brief again, Adam? English, isn't it? English, English is, right. as you come. Bitter. Thought it were American brief. Trans, trans, transatlantic, trans- so it's either, isn't it? Yeah. Oh right, I see. Yeah. Fug- right. Full of That's fuggles cool. and goldings. And we can pretend that your cruise ship is en route between 
Southampton <laughs> yeah. and New York, can't we? What tide, proper Tannic. transatlantic. <laughs> yeah. All right, James, what you were gone for? I'm interested in what you got now and what you've been supping in the last few days as well. I, I I couldn't really go wrong with this, could I? So I, it was just like, you know, pick a beer, any beer. However, I should point out it's it's just after one o'clock in the afternoon here, so it's relatively early to be um, to be supping. Um, and also taking into account the fact that I am still a little bit tender from yesterday. So um, I have gone with the, the least strong beer that I could find um, in the fridge. Um, so I, I, Americans are, are like crazy with beer, like, like 7% is a session beer here. It just doesn't make any sense. So this is 6.8%, uh, and it's a, it's Finback IPA. So Finback are, uh, I, I think a relatively well-known New York, uh, brewery who are based in Queens in Long Island city, which is where I'm staying next week, or I'm just like one district on from, um, from from uh, Long Island, so um, I will definitely be uh, paying them a visit. I've already had a couple of Finback beers since I've been here, but not had this one yet. So um, six point eight percent, and and it's just called India Pale Ale, fin, Finback IPA. It doesn't, it hasn't got a fancy name or anything like that. And I think Finback probably maybe have a bit of a reputation for being a little bit kind of you know no fuss. They just make really good beers, um, and uh, no exception. The the can I feel like Laura would appreciate this. The can just has a really little kind of. I assume it's a it's a it's a whale, uh, a little pink whale, just um, on on in amongst all the greenness of the um, of the label. So um, it's lovely. I've not actually been to any breweries yet, you know. While I've been here, I'm saving um, that. So I've had a few nice beers, uh, but actually, I've just been um, getting to know my surroundings and stuff. And um, as as yet, I've not kind of locked myself away in any brewery bars or anything yet. Stuff. I think I was trying to remember when we went, we went to New York 10 years ago, so December 2012. And I don't really think, I'm trying to like think when the kind of big craft beer bubble was kind of, it's probably slightly after that, I think, in a, in a big way. But I remember just drinking a lot of uh, Flying Dog Pale and stuff like that. I miss Flying Dog. You don't see Flying Dog anymore. I used to like their beers. Yeah. Um, and I suppose Sierra Nevada and stuff like that, it was kind of like your top top line kind of, what you kind of almost be a supermarket yeah. beer in most cases these days, isn't it? And, um, and there still are, to be fair. Um, yeah, Sierra Nevada, uh, Founders. Um, our founders, yeah. And and the ones that you kind of expect that you do see everywhere. They also sell um, beers in ridiculously big cans here that are like twice the size of a normal can. They're like 500 and something mils. So they're absolutely huge, these giant cans that you can buy. But, and, and um, anyone that's been to America will know this, like they have strange measures here. Like a pint is just a bit small. Um, it's all, it's all very odd. And they, they tell, they tell the temperature using Fahrenheit. So I never know. I never understand how warm it's going to be. And they put the date the wrong way around as well. So that's all been very confusing. I only understand Fahrenheit. I, <laughs> yeah. I'm the same. Adam, yesterday for the, for the first time in years, we, we had a, a mention of flying dog in in our shop we used to stock them in the early days and a guy came in and said he'd had a belgian beer uh, from a brewery called uh, flying dog or yeah. he thought it was that and they do a belgian i think it's a belgian ipa yeah flying i think it is Pitch, yeah i think it might be called and he'd had that somewhere recently and i think you can, it's still pretty easy for bar, pubs bars shops to, to get flying dog but of course they're not um 
they're not sort of vogue or cool anymore. And so uh, you, you don't see them about much, actually. It's weird, um, isn't it? Especially they're, with their they're, artwork they're easy to access. Yeah, they're easy yeah. to access, definitely. And James, we, we when we first went to New York, we stayed at Dutch Kills on our first trip. So, uh, oh, cool. Um, yeah, you, you've got uh, LIC Beer Project, just a short walk from where you are. We, we found a, a little brewery called Rockaway, as well, just drifting down towards the East River, just a nice walk again, but not a, not a famous brewery, Rockaway, but it was a, a rough and ready little brewery tap that they got, and well worth a look at it, definitely. Or have you, have you done any East Coast? Uh, as we speak now. Have you been on East Coast, Laura? I know you've kind of done sort of not done it. No, no, I've I've only been twice, and I've been to. Um, California and um, Colorado, so mm. kind of over on the other side. Um, but I think would New York's probably like near the top of the list of places we would go in America. I think um, decided when we got back last year that the flight was just that little bit too long coming back from San Francisco. Um, I'm not the most um, comfortable of travelers. Uh, as you will all have discovered, getting the train with me. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, long, long flights are not my favourite. So, But, yeah, I'd like to go back one day. Have you got some on your list to go see then, James? Have you just kind of winging it? Uh, yeah, I mean, the list is longer than... I think if I started now, and I'm here for another uh, week and a half, if I started now and uh, did nothing else other than go around breweries, I still don't think I'd make it through the the list. Like, it is just insane, the number of... Um, not just breweries, actually, but just really good bars that there are here. And even, you know, I've got some friends out here that I've met up with who say even they, like, discover new places all the time that, that, that they kind of go in and go, when do you open? And, like, we've been here for 10 years, but but you just, it's just the scale of this place is just insane. So, um, yeah, so... Um, LIC definitely on my list. I, I did go there last time that I was um, that I was here as well, um, and um, I mean all of them. Like the other half have got um, uh, a couple of tap rooms here, so uh, we'll definitely be going to those and and just working my way around as many as I can. Really, um, there's Big Alice Brewing as well. Uh, that's not far. Did you go there, Sean? Big Alice. No, but when we went to other half, we, uh, we we jumped across to a Threes Brewing, and yep. that that's well worth. They've got a beautiful little beer garden tucked away around the back, which was which was fantastic. So that would be another one too. I've never heard of Big Alice actually. So uh, Big Sid is a is a popular character around Waffon Dern. But, uh, yeah, it might be, uh, might be him. Might be him. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm trying to think. I don't think I'm far away from threes, but I'm not. I'm, I, I'm trying to find it on a map now, and I can't see. Yeah, it. we we uh, got an Uber from. Oh, it's uh, near the Barclays Centre, isn't it? Yeah, uh, the other half across to to threes. I well, preferred it to threes. Actually, there was more variety on in terms of beers. They got their own, but lots of other stuff. Whereas the other half, it was all their own and ninety nine percent double IPAs. So. Uh, Three's have got a bit more variety. Mm. Well, interestingly bit- enough, Sean, because that's that's really close to Prospect Park, which is where I'm heading this afternoon. So um, I may I may take your recommendation there and pop there for a couple. Get of yourself weeks. in there. Oh yeah, forgot it's one. forgot it's only like one o'clock there, isn't it? Half past one or something in the afternoon. Yeah, just coming up <laughs> on half one. 
Anyway, I've got any news from this this side of the pond. One that springs to mind is Thornbridge giving up the lease on Bath Hotel, which was announced last week, which is one of my favourite Sheffield pubs. I've not really, I've not been to it since since like all the lockdown and stuff, but it's always something I really enjoy going and just fingers crossed that whoever's taking that on kind of keeps that good beer on and stuff. Um, I'm sure the I'm sure there will be. Um, um, yeah, I, think, I don't know if anybody's got any thoughts on that or I, I as well have not been in the bath for a good few years, uh, Adam. So <laughs> what about the pub? Me and you, hey. me and you yeah, yeah. <laughs> me and you are uh, uh, perhaps uh, carrying a bit of guilt there if they've decided to uh, um, not extend the lease. I think that's how it is, isn't it? That, mm. the, that there's a potential extension of the lease, but they've decided not to. And I've heard another one of theirs is is um, not uh, not going to have its lease extended, but um, it's not been announced publicly yet, so I'll, I'll not say anything. But uh, I know that there's another one as well, but it would be a shame on the bath. I think the bath just um, loses out by not having an outside area sometimes, and so tends to be sort of pigeonholed as a lovely winter boozer, but not yeah. somewhere you'd spend much time in the in the summer. So I think just as a seasonal weakness sometimes. But, I think- a brilliant yeah. little pub. It is one of those pubs that I think we've always tried to kind of go and do something, but because of its size, it's just a little bit, it's always been a bit tricky with our old sort of setup and stuff and what we used to use for recording and stuff. But um, yeah, I think it's one of the pubs that probably gets slightly overlooked when people ask, when people ask you about Sheffield because it's not really like on any sort of route or anything. It's kind of tucked away behind kind of like housing and stuff out of the way. But I think it's even got is it interior, it's got some sort of listed status, I think, some of its. It's in the heritage book as well, isn't it? The large, you know a bit more about it. Yeah, I don't really know any more about it, but I'm sure it used to be the cover of the Yorkshire Heritage Pubs book or something <laughs> like that. Like I bought a copy from there years ago for my dad for Christmas, and it was definitely, you know, it made it outside of the Sheffield one. Mm, yeah. It was like an important county historical pub. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, hopefully whoever... Um, takes on the lease we'll be keeping it open and uh, keeping it as a pub stuff the one thing i saw announced as well which is completely different but i suppose is that is the as we get nicer weather i know it's a uh, loxley brewery have announced that they're doing their sort of summer beer festival again which they've done a couple of times before lockdown which really enjoyed it's a really good space as well if you you know if if the weather's right and they, they make use of their outside space and they've got their little um, the little old little wagon thing, which turns into a, a, a bar as well, and then you got all the green on. It's a really nice place to go and sit up on the grass. So, highly recommended. I think it's in June. I couldn't remember the exact date, but if you check them out on social media. But um, is Sunfest going ahead this year? Did it go on last year, Laura? I, I, excuse, excuse my it, ignorance on that one. But I, um, it didn't happen last year. Um, when is this podcast going out? I can. We can <laughs> hold on to it. <laughs> if we hold on to it till, till tomorrow, so there's actually an, uh, there's oh, yeah, an no, announcement yeah, going out. There's an announcement going out tomorrow um, that unfortunately Sunfest isn't going to be going ahead oh, this year. Okay. Um, the, the planning for it just um, it it takes months and months and months. Yeah. Um, and we'd have generally started the planning back in December, and obviously with the way things were in December, and to be honest, how um, how high cases are now <laughs> as well. Um, you know, we're still kind of getting back up and running as a, as a brewery business and as a pub business. 
Um, yeah. And we need to kind of carry on focusing on that and making sure that that's um, coming back to strength and um, working as well as it can. Um, and unfortunately, the, the time and energy needed to put on a, a Sunfest that is as good as it can be yeah. um, just isn't available, uh, which is a huge shame. Um, and I know um, I'm not the only one from the team that's going to really uh, this year. Um, but hopefully there'll be some other things that we can get involved with over the summer um, and, uh, yeah, have, hopefully be able to do something um, a little bit different and you know, the rising sun somewhere that's got a gorgeous outside space. So hopefully mm. that'll be able to make the most of that over the summer as well. Um, and you'll just keep driving forwards and see where, see where next year takes us really. But uh, yeah. Yeah. Always a, always a good festival. So yeah, fingers crossed for next year, I suppose. Sean, anything going off that we need to know about in the Casa, uh, down Casa in the Beer Central? Valley. Uh, <laughs> oh, in, in terms of Beer Central. Well, anyway. Really. We'll, 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 um, Plod on as normal, uh, but uh, uh, down in the Durham Valley here, Gorilla Brewing, who I've mentioned a few times at Mexbra, have a an outdoor drinking area down by the uh, the canal and have a little sort of bar, loft bar, I suppose will be the best way of describing it. <clears throat> but the building that the outdoor seating area uh, runs adjacent to, uh, they've acquired that and are um, in the process of creating a beer hall in there that will open up onto the outdoor seating area at the canal. And so uh, that's really exciting news for them. They've got a brilliant setup already, and that's just going to take it to the to the next level. And so uh, that's happening down there. Um, in terms of Sheffield, um, obviously we're not that far uh, gone from another successful Sheffield Beer Week. Um, so um, Indie Beer Feast, Sheffield Beer Week, were, uh, were were both fantastic, and um, for us at the moment, um, um, we're probably going to do a bottle share. We did our event, of course, uh, during Sheffield Beer Week at the Crow. Yeah, yeah, um, we heard about that uh, last month, didn't we? Yeah, let's not drag it up last, again, eh? Uh, yeah, <laughs> sorry, I, 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 where were we last for month you? when we when, um, when we did? We're Jabberwocky. I was, was trying that, to think then where we Was that after Sheffield Beer Week? It was only, it's only a few weeks ago, wasn't it? <laughs> we did it as yeah. part of Sheffield Beer Week, if you remember. I think it was on yeah, the, the Thursday of the actual Beer Week. Yeah, we did. Correct, yes. Apologies to Jabberwocky there. Who I believe, actually, are having an exciting night tonight. Isn't there some sort of lantern festival or something down Shara Vale? Mm. Anybody know anything? Shara Lantern Festival. Yeah, I do normally go to it, but obviously I'm not I'm not around. But um yeah, I don't I, I can't remember whether it happened last year or the year before, to be honest. But um I went um about maybe three, four um years ago. But I mean it's not like um it's not a particularly boozy thing. So the idea is all I think all the kids from the local schools and stuff, they all make lanterns and then when it gets just dark enough. Uh, so still relatively early evening. Um, there's like a sort of a procession around um, around Sharrow um, and then everyone goes back to Cemetery Park and there is a little bit of a party kind of thing in, in Cemetery Park. I think it's Cemetery Park. I, I'm, I'm trying to think back now. I'm fairly sure, sure that it is. Um, so, yeah, I guess they the, may be just trying to make a little bit more of a thing uh, of of like the whole sort of thing because it is quite a cool little event and you've got all the families there at the start and then you know maybe kind of getting some pubs involved and making it a little bit more of an uh, event is, is is kind of quite a good call. Good stuff. 
Well, because we're back on Zoom and we, we don't pay for his posh uh, pro version anymore, we're running out of time already. Um, so, Laura, how has your beer been? How is it? How is it? Is it's it really... gone? It's I've still got a little bit. Um, it's really good. It's um, it's described on the can as tart, crisp and stylish. And I think it is. It's <laughs> a very elegant stylish taste taste beer. <laughs> I think it just means, you know, balanced, a little bit fancy. Um, yeah, I don't think it tastes particularly grapey for me, but it's it's quite floral, it's light, it's zippy. Um, yeah, it's it's really good. I'm enjoying it. Good. Sean, do we need to ask how the uh, the North Riding is? Well, you, you, you do need to ask, actually, because uh, <laughs> there's no mention of stylish at all on, on the bottle. Uh, I've checked twice. And stylish isn't a word, but cashmere isn't one of my favourite hops, I'm afraid. Mm. I always find cashmere um, very underwhelming. Can I use the word boring? It's too soft. A bit too too pillowy, uh, which I know is a word that Laura's uh, enjoyed using before. Uh, (laughs) So um, there is enough bitterness in this. Uh, summit uh, I'm a fan of, so um, cashmere. Not 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 in love with it, but of course I'm I'm really enjoying it. And uh, next up, I've got um, a Magus from Durham. We've been stocking Durham Brewery again over the last month or so, largely because um, I, I love their Magus, and so I've got one of those in the fridge to have next, with no transatlantic link at all. Um, so I, I I will I will save save opening that until we're we're all done. Good stuff. Um, I'll go to the next one. I didn't actually say what it was called actually, but it's Restoration, um, which is a is it a new series, Laura? Have you done? Is it the first one in the series? Or is it second That's the one? second one? Yeah, yeah. Table was the first one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so they'll all be uh, kind of um, new takes on historical styles. So. Yeah. It's very satisfying. It's got a really like, it's got like a nice bitterness just with a very subtle hint of caramel because it's so it's, you don't get that kind of overly sweetness, which makes it really like, it's really drinkable. You don't really, you don't really taste anything like five and 5.2%. But um, yeah, it's really, it's like quite refreshing actually, considering it's like a, like, well, it's a, I would say it's kind of amber, 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 but yeah. It's quite dark. Um, it is quite dark. It's, it's not like, I was, yeah, it's kind of, it's like on the light side of a, trad bitter but you know bitters can look like a pale ale is it just a new Adam, name for pale ale these days Adam, can <laughs> yeah. we can we look at your glass i think you've got a north american glass i have yeah hand. so that that's another transatlantic it's not american it is. yeah I, I, I didn't say it's canadian isn't it the collective arts yeah, yeah. it's beautiful yeah beautiful and uh, go on show everybody what's on the front of it little, is it what, i don't know what birds they are but uh, the beautiful yeah. glass yeah so we, nice did a free glass offer. we did a free glass offer recently uh, uh, at Beer Central, and um, by a long way, that was the most popular glass picked up by my people in the shop buying their beer. It's a stunning mm. little glass. Yeah, my, brother, my brother-in-law got him as part of like a present, you know, with some beers. I don't think there was yeah. even a collective arts beer with it, but yeah, it's a nice glass, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's those kind yeah, of compact is. sort of pint glass. I don't even know if it's a pint, it might be slightly under them, kind of stubby. Sort of, got a good grip size. Yeah. 
Uh, finally, James, how has yours gone down? Yeah, it's good. Um, I think I do think they're a good brewery. Um, Finback. I'm sure I've seen some of their beers in the UK from time yeah. to time, but yeah. um, it's. Um, I should have said a bit more of it to show the comparison. So this is this is the beer, and then this is the glass of orange juice that I had, and they're literally <laughs> the same color. Like you just can't you can't really tell any different there. So um, it's it's everything you'd expect really from um, an American big brewery. Um, you know, kind of thick, juicy IPA. It's it's lovely. I mean, it's going down surprisingly too well, considering just how ill I am right now. So, um, yeah, I, I'll I'll maybe not be following up with another one for a few hours. How strong, how strong is it? You never actually said how strong it was. 6.8. 6.8. Sorry if you did. So it's an axe edge strength. So we go for it, yeah. Yeah. Or, um, or, or in America, session strength. Yeah, session strength, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Right, I don't think I don't think we have any firm plans for for May, but um, I'm sure we'll sort of formulate that over the coming weeks, and um, hopefully oh, it's my fortieth next month. Maybe we should do it like a, maybe we should do a birthday birthday episode. <laughs> I don't think we've done a birthday one before, so so we all bring you a gift would be the theme. I'm not, I'll, I'll get you beer. Yeah, it's James's birthday this week, next couple of weeks as well. So happy birthday to James before the next. Thank episode. you. So, um yeah so um we'll wrap it up then and um we'll see you sometime in may good night Ta-da.